Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Welcome to r/prevenge, where this worker costs his company 3 million dollars. Owners didn't want to give me what I deserved. Now they're about to lose a $3 million contract because I resigned. I am a young project manager for an unlimited commercial GC. I picked up a hammer for the first time six years ago with no prior experience. I was raised believing if you work hard and apply yourself, you will be successful. For two years, I learned everything that I could in the construction industry. I took my work home with me and studied on my own time to better myself. For that, I was promoted to foreman. I was brought in to take over a small project at a 12-building, 120-unit condo complex. It started small, and the board of directors for the HOA told me they loved my professionalism, work ethic, and ability to complete projects on time and under budget. We won a big contract because of that small project. That was three years ago. I've since taken over the job of foreman, superintendent, and project manager. I do the billing, meetings with engineers and board members, scheduling, takeoff, material ordering. I even train the subs on application of new products because we didn't have enough mid-management. Now, the project just passed $2.7 million. We got a bid request for another $3 million job in the same complex. All the while, the board of directors are telling me how appreciative they are and how they've gone through five different contractors in the years before committing to my company because of my management and quality of work. This boosted my confidence and I went to the owners asking for the raise they promised me one year ago for my production. They told me, the experience you're gaining is far more valuable. I said, you're right. So I put my resume on public, got contacted by a headhunter, and I just accepted an offer this week for an $80,000 a year salary, full benefits, 28 days PTO, including holidays, in the office now, no more working from the field in my own truck, laptop, Wi-Fi in my truck for on-the-go billing when I visit out-of-state projects, $80 per DM, 100% matching 401k for the first three years of my employment, and quarterly bonus programs. The company I'm with now only pays me 40,000, and that's it. None of the above listed benefits. The final nail in the coffin was when the owners bragged about how much my project made in a company meeting and then denied me a Christmas bonus. I laid this offer on their desk on Friday and watched their jaws hit the floor. I told the HOA board president of the project I'm running about my resignation when they couldn't match my offer. 
His eyes got big and requested a meeting with the owners, expressing serious concern about moving forward with the new project without my involvement. They don't have anyone to replace me. And I'm not going to lie, it feels good to hurt their pockets when I gave them everything I had for six years and only asked for the median project manager salary. Screw those greedy buttholes. You know what, OP? Good on you. You're clearly not being valued by your own company. And at that point, when you put in such hard work for such a long period of time, it's been really successful and you've done really well for the company and you're just not getting rewarded. Yeah, in my opinion, it's time to move on, which is what you're doing. What's crazy to me is that even after showing the company the new contract that you're going to get and asking them if they can match it, they still didn't want to do that. Despite how successful you've been, how much business you've brought them and how much business they might lose if you leave they still weren't willing to double your wage it's not as if it's loads of money as well like as as op said he's gone for the median salary there he's not going crazy with it 80k for somebody that's bringing in that much you know revenue seems like a very very fair offer hey if you're not being valued get out of there well done now for our second story of revenge wage theft revenge I worked in maintenance for a religious organization that owned a large number of aged care facilities. Even though they were supposedly not-for-profit, they went all out to scam the government for as much money as they could. For example, I once saw a claim for wandering behavior in a bedridden resident so they could claim he had dementia, put him in a locked ward, and get extra money. I became aware that they were paying less than the minimum wage for many of the non-nursing staff. A high percentage of housekeeping were from overseas and they told them they could just get away with it. In my country, you can claim back wages for six years. And it just so happened I was about to reach that mark and I was thoroughly sick of their hypocrisy. I scheduled a meeting with the care manager and human resources. In the meeting, I requested to be paid the correct wage. After they realized I was not going to back down, they agreed to pay me correctly and would back pay me but only if I didn't tell the other employees. I declined and it ended up costing them over $700,000 to back pay everyone. I was recording the conversation and took them to Fair Work, an independent workplace ombudsman. Wow. They made everyone with the same job description as me redundant because they couldn't think of a way to legally fire me and then outsource maintenance, which ended up costing them much more. I took a nice holiday with the redundancy pay and informed on them with documented proof to the government aged care regulator for the fraud. They were inspected with a fine tooth comb and two of their flagship homes were put under six months constant government supervision. Always remember that wage theft is the largest crime wave in history. It is ongoing and no one ever goes to jail for it. To be honest, this is probably an issue that isn't talked about as much as it definitely should be. But OP, the fact that you've been so selfless here, risking your entire back pay just so everyone else could also get theirs is a brilliant thing. I mean, look, $700,000, it does sound a lot, but then in reality, it's what should have been paid to the workers anyway. It's not as if it's like a fine or they're losing that money, even though I guess they are, like they should have paid it in the first place. It's not theirs. It is pretty crazy and awful how companies like this do seem to get away with illegal practices such as this, underpaying their workers below the literal legal limit. It's just ridiculous. And yeah, Opie's right. I guess people don't really go to jail. Why not? I don't know. Surely the manager or the owner of this company should, you know, be put in prison for not even paying the minimum wage. I don't know. Punish him at least. Come on. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. 
From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. And now moving on to our third pro revenge story of this episode. The results of my yard work. First, let me say that I'm not 100% certain this is pro revenge because I don't necessarily think of myself in that league. Well, guys, I've scanned this story. And trust me, this is definitely pro revenge. I live in a consolidated county. That means that the city and county governments merged some years back, ostensibly to reduce administrative and infrastructure costs. This is important because services like fire, police, utilities, and trash pickup are now managed by former county officials and not the city officials. Many of these services are also much more inefficient and some services have been outsourced to private companies. My municipality outsourced trash and yard waste pickup a few years ago and the two companies who now do those collections are woefully inadequate and their services cost more than when the city or county did it. They both have similar sets of rules as to what can be put out for collection take fewer types of waste away and no longer come two days a week as the city once did but now only come one day a week we're all paying more money for less service now that the background is done here's the story i did some yard work over the course of a couple of weekends last summer cutting some limbs trimming some shrubbery and cutting down a dead tree in my backyard knowing what the rules are for how much yard waste limbs leaves and such can be put out I bagged everything that was supposed to be bagged, filling up three of them. Things like leaves and small clippings, weeds and such. The paper bags for yard waste from the big box home improvement stores are what they require, so I use those. I just fill them halfway up so as to not make them too heavy for the waste collectors, even though there are no written weight restrictions. However, if a bag is too full, they will knock it over to spill out the contents so they then don't have to pick it up. I cut the larger limbs down to under four feet in length or they wouldn't be picked up. Anything at all they can do to get out of picking something up, they will do. And they almost always leave a horrendous mess behind when they do pick things up. The pile put out for collection is not allowed to be any wider than 10 feet, nor any deeper or higher than five feet nor may it contain any piece longer than four feet. All bags must be placed in a row, no more than three feet away from the limb pile. My pile was maybe four inches longer than the 10 feet, and only because of the tiny ends of the limbs, smaller than a toothpick, hanging out of the pile. The pile was no higher than three feet, and no deeper than four feet. In other words, it fell within the size limits, except for a few twigs with leaves. I also had the three bags, each about half full of clippings and leaves, all lined up exactly as required and about two feet away from the main pile. They were scheduled to come on a Tuesday, but when I got home from work that afternoon, it was all still there. There was a pre-printed notice on my door that my pickup exceeded the prescribed size limits. And the note said that I'd be required to either pay a $250 oversized load fee or reduce the size of the pile by half to make it fit into the limits. This is where the revenge comes in. I had the next two days off. So the next morning, bright and early, I got out the hedge trimmers. I trimmed the ends of the pile back to exactly nine feet in length. 
After carefully laying those trim bits on top of the pile, I went to the backyard where the limbs I'd not trimmed up the week before were stacked for the following week's pile and found four long, fairly straight limbs. I removed all the smaller limbs and leaves from these limbs, ending up with four moderately straight poles, each about seven feet long. I marked one foot intervals on each pole in fluorescent orange paint and stuck them in the ground out of the curb in the front yard at the corners of a rectangle exactly five feet wide and 10 feet long. I got out the surveyor's tape, which is bright pink plastic tape used to mark property corners and tied it onto and around the stakes at the height of five feet. This established a visual outline of the volume I was required to stay within. I made absolutely sure that everything in the pile was completely inside the poles and below five feet in height. This required adding almost two thirds of the remaining pile in the backyard to the stack out front to bring it up to four feet, six inches in width, four feet, six inches in depth and nine feet, six inches in length with no pieces longer than 46 inches. The pile was almost twice as much material as before. This included some small logs up to four inches in diameter, also each 46 inches long. The limit is five inches in diameter, all within the limits of the five by five by 10, the waste company mandates. I carried each of the three bags of clippings to the backyard and filled each of them up as much as possible while still being able to fold over the tops and staple shut each bag. I also included small eight inch to 10 inch sections of the ends of larger limbs for added weight. The bags were now completely filled and weighed more than twice what they had before. I had to even use the hand truck to get them out to the curb. They were so heavy. Oh, and all the extra clippings I generated filled up two more bags. So the total was now five bags, the company limits. I then went inside, called the company, and very nicely asked that they come to pick up my yard waste since they hadn't done so on Tuesday. They agreed to send out a truck and crew and told me I would have to pay the fee. Come on then, I told them. They soon arrived and happened to be the same crew that normally comes to my neighborhood. I pulled a 25 foot Stanley tape measure from my pocket and asked them to measure the poles to confirm that the space was within the required limits. They did so and agreed the pile was not oversized and proceeded to spend the next two hours manually loading it all onto their truck. Oh, and it took both of them to manhandle each of those bags into the back of the truck too. I told them very nicely and with a smile that I knew what 10 feet was, pointed to the fence where it was marked with orange electrical tape and thanked them for coming to pick up my yard waste. The two tired, sweaty waste disposal guys just groaned, got in their truck and drove off. There was no extra fee added to my bill for that month. Never has been since. Now look, I know they got paid for their time and I know that I had to do a lot of extra work on my day off. But since last July, I've not once ever had them leave so much as a single leaf on the ground in front of my house. They had to actually do some hard work with me standing there in shorts, smiling and drinking cold Gatorade while they were sweating. Wow, great story, OP. And I told you guys that was pro-revenge. There's nothing more infuriating than being set guidelines to stay within in order for something to happen. You stay within those guidelines and that thing doesn't happen, even though you've kept within the rules. Like, what's the point in having the guidelines in the first place? It doesn't make any sense to me. I think OP has shown that if you can be bothered to go to this extent and, you know, really, like, just push the boundaries of what's reasonable. I mean, yeah, everything was within the set-out guidelines, but it was pretty close. That was the entire point. And you can get some pretty good revenge 
So you know what? Fair enough. Also, the beauty of this revenge story is the fact that nobody really got hurt too badly, did they? I mean, no one was physically hurt. They were paid for their overtime. But the message that it sent to them is pretty clear. The fact that in the future, since that moment, they've taken every single little bit of rubbish and garden waste that you've put out, which, by the way, I assume is still within the guidelines as it always has been, just shows that you got your point across. They listened. But yeah, the good thing is they got paid and, you know, it was only a little bit of extra work for them. Methodical, meticulous and well-planned. OP, excellent stuff definitely pro revenge anyway guys that is going to do it for this episode of r slash pro revenge if you'd like more revenge stories from me from reddit straight away check out this video on screen if you are new to the channel and you have enjoyed this video please do consider subscribing by clicking this button here look at how lovely it is click it and it will feel even lovelier not quite sure how but it bloody will mate all right Just give it a click and i'll see you guys all tomorrow with a brand new reddit video planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.